We're the Cullies, and we decided to sell everything and move on to a boat. Are you recording? Yeah. (laughs) You didn't say that. All right. Well, for now, we're going to drop anchor, make ourselves comfortable, and tell you a story. This is episode 23 of the Drop Anchor Podcast. Sweet 16. Hey everybody, this is Josh. This is Kendra. So today we're doing our podcast a little bit later than normal. Is it later than normal? I feel like we've done this a couple of times in the past couple of weeks. Um, Not at like 10 o'clock at night. Oh, that's true. I turn into a pumpkin at nine. I know. This podcast might go completely sideways as and we go forward. <laughs> that might sound weird to anyone who doesn't get the Cinderella reference. Who doesn't know Cinderella? I don't know. I'm just saying just in case. It's reference to Cinderella, pumpkin. At... That's midnight, though, but I'm a pumpkin at like nine. Yeah. You're great at parties. Me and my sister are both like 80-year-old women. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you guys have called us. Like, we don't party. No. Even you... when we were like party age, we didn't really party. <laughs> no, right. I remember when we were when we lived in our house in Lacey, Washington, there was a party going on with our neighbors, and you were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe those wait, people are partying right old, now. Wait, you got to say how old I was. You were like 21. I mean, it was really early <laughs> I in was, our- I was like 21. In our, in our marriage, and I was like, it's like 9.30, what are you talking about? They're so late. This was a, like I wanted to call an early cops. party. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, so here so we this are. this is late? Yeah, it's a quarter after 10 p.m. right now. This is much later than I think that we've ever actually recorded, so- Bear with us. We'll see how this goes. (laughs) So today is kind of a special day here in the Cully family. Very special. Yes. Our oldest daughter had her sweet 16 birthday party. And it's not like all the girls, it's not like a special day when it's their birthday, but there's just something like the one who made us parents, right? Like... Are you saying we don't care about the second and third daughters? (laughs) See, that's what I was like... No. You're dancing around to make sure it didn't sound that way. But like when I stop and think about it, I mean like she made me a mom. Yeah. So there's something about that. I mean, I remember the day she was born very vividly and the other two's a little bit of a blur. So I don't know why, hmm. but maybe because she had me tell it so many times. I don't know. Well. Like mom, tell me my birth story. Oh, Yeah. I think we probably have more pictures of her and more videos. Right. That's of what her. I'm thinking too. Like those videos and pictures. Typical, probably firstborn stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and hmm. you know what's funny? So I've given birth four times. By far my easiest delivery. Hers? Yeah. Wow. I pushed twice. Oh, yeah. So then I was like, let's do that again. <laughs> and then the next one came. <laughs> That was a little more challenging. Morgan put up a little more of a fight, so. But Hayden, like, paved the way for everything being easy. Right, right. Uh, She potty trained herself at 18 months. Found her on the toilet with her friend, Jesse. They were uh, (laughs) helped lifting each other up. They were 18 months old. Yeah, picking each other up to to set each other on the toilet. Yeah. And they were, so Hayden was the oldest of three, and Jesse was the youngest of three girls. And so they kind of were watching the big kids do it i guess one day and just decided they could do it too and so super easy to potty train i didn't even have to do anything 
and she would get really bored really easily. And I forget how you figured out she should play Starfall, that game on the computer. Um, someone told you? Yeah, someone. I think it was our friend Raina. She was a substitute teacher at the time, and she was familiar with it. And so she recommended uh, Starfall. I, I think it's Starfall.com anyway. It's kind of a self-learning how to read, how to figure out phonetics and whatnot. Like fun games with yeah. it. Yeah. By the time Hayden was three, I had two more kids. And I could not keep her busy enough while the other two had me occupied. So put her at the computer and she'd play Starfall. And I didn't really know what she was playing, I think. Like, I kind of knew and I could hear the songs and whatever. But that kid was learning. like. But she was actually learning how to read. And so one day we said, hey, let's take the kids to the P-A-R-K. And all of a sudden, well, yeah, well, we were in the car. That, yeah, that was kind of our, you know, we spell things to each other to hide things from our kids. And yeah, our three-year-old was like, park, we're going to the park. And we looked at each other like, <laughs> what just happened? Yeah. She taught herself to read. And she grabbed onto everything she could to learn and keep learning. So she actually skipped second grade. Yeah, smart kid. Smarter and than me. In first grade, she was just, I could tell she was just so bored. Yeah. So I asked the school if we could test her, and uh, they did a couple tests on her, and she tested past second grade. Right, right. <laughs> and then she, I don't know IQ stuff, but it was like 149, and I don't even know where that lands, but I remember the lady saying she and went- she was like two ticks away from like genius level well, or something she, like that. she said she went further on a test than 18-year-olds that she's tested, and she was in first grade. And so I just looked at this lady. I'm like, what do I do then? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, now you guys did all these tests. You're telling my kid's super smart. Now what? <laughs> and they didn't really have an answer. Yeah, there wasn't, there's not, like, it wasn't a gifted program at that school um, or even anywhere in that area. We were kind of in a, in a more depressed economy where we lived back then. Right. So they kind of were focused more on kids that were behind, not kids that were on ahead. So they basically said there wasn't anything they could do. Right. And so they gave us the option either. She could skip a grade or... I I think that was it. <laughs> no, I thought the other option was they could just try to, her, try to put her in some advanced classes. No, they said they wouldn't be able to do that until high school. Oh, like they said, right, in elementary right. school, there's nothing they can do. But in high school, she would have options of like skipping ahead. But right. in elementary school, there's no options. So I made the decision to have her skip second grade. And I wasn't really thinking at the time what that meant when she was older right <laughs> right we're gonna lose her a year earlier when right. she graduates from high school so we've struggled not that we've struggled a little bit in high school but i have noticed the age difference now where i didn't in elementary school so maturity differences she skipped with no problem right um i remember so she went straight to third grade and in second grade you learn a little bit about like um times timetables mm. But she was just telling me the other day, in third grade, she got there, and all these kids are talking about, like, their times, like, eight times eight. Right. Multiplication tables. There yeah. we go. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll get to my schooling. <laughs> anyway. Uh, and she hadn't, we hadn't done those at all. And so she started out third grade and didn't know them and still passed the kids in the grade who had taken second to learn them. Right. Right. And still passed those kids. 
Yeah. She's very smart. She is. And now, I mean, she's in a calculus class now that I think Oh, that... she talks about stuff that I have no freaking clue what she's talking about. <laughs> Inverse derivatives, blah, blah, blah. Right. Oh, goodness. Um, no, she's actually further in, in math than I ever got in high school. She's a junior and she's at the last class she can take for math. Right. Which I think means the next year she has to take a college math, right? Um, either that or not take math. I mean, she can do something else. Oh. But yeah, I don't know. smart she... kid. She has always been in charge of her own classes. I don't, I don't help her with it. I don't. Yeah. I have no insight for this at all. She just knows and she handles all that on her own. Right. So she paved the way very interestingly as parents. Um, we of course had another child, <laughs> and then another child, and I thought. And we'll talk about them too. Just yes, uh, maybe on their birthdays. No, correct. <laughs> we don't. We, we just, don't love the first one the most. I'm just explaining <laughs> and documenting or whatever our firstborn, which was, I assumed all kids taught themselves to potty train themselves. Oh, so right. then when the next one came, I'm like, why isn't this one just? going on the toilet <laughs> why is everything else that she owns going in the toilet <laughs> yes. but not but not supposed to go in the toilet oh, poor mo she morgan really did love sticking stuff in the toilet she had a thing with like barbie swirls <laughs> yes barbie take a bath <laughs> so in the meanwhile fast forward a bunch of years it is now uh 2019 and our oldest has just turned like i can't 16. believe it so I think one of the things I've decided is this morning I woke up and you and I were having our coffee and it was more like, I remember 16. Like, so we were kind of talking about each other when we were 16. So I don't know if I don't remember 16 very well because I, I'm just that person who doesn't have a great memory for those kind of events. Or if it's more of a girl guy thing because guys don't have a sweet 16. It's not a, a big year for guys. Yes. And we kind of talked about this too this morning. I think there's a couple things that play into your memory. Um, so Natalie Portman did a study, and she's an only child, that something that siblings do is talk about the memories. And yeah, that just retelling helps, the stories over and over right, again. Right, and so yeah. that helps ingrain those memories because you talk about it with your siblings. So as useful so you... as that is, to be honest... <laughs> <laughs> Whenever you and your siblings get together and you rehash the same stories over again, I, I can see how that rebuilds the story in your mind and helps you remember it better. But it could be remembering it, it wrong. Is. No, no, no. It is so annoying to hear you guys tell the same dumb <laughs> stories over and over. You are missing out. You're just jealous. It's I'm, fun. I'm not jealous. Like, that's what you do. You tell the story. <laughs> How many? I, I've heard the story uh, of you guys pooping on over a log so many times. How is that not funny? Four no, kids it is. lined up in the middle of nowhere in Montana, all having to poop at the same time. Like as parents now, wouldn't you think that that's yeah, weird? no? Absolutely. absolutely. And as siblings, we all it's thought great. it was funny. But you want to know something about that one that you're 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 saying that one. Mm -hmm. But I'm the only one that remembers that one. And when I tell my siblings, they don't remember that one. That doesn't make any sense. Because I'm the oldest. I remember stuff they don't remember sometimes. Hmm. So maybe every time you guys get together, it's you telling that story <laughs> over and over again instead of them. And then denying it. Yeah. I mean, there's other fun there's other stories that you guys have shared, like the whole Tigger story. Uh, <laughs> your dad and his new shoes bouncing through the mall. Like, these are the greatest shoes ever. Um, and then like a half an hour later, these shoes are killing me. <laughs> no, I. but see, then... Then with siblings, you narrow it down to like a couple words. You don't really tell the story anymore. 
Hmm. You just start going, look, I'm Tigger. And everyone just knows. Right. It's the inside joke for the family. So I think that, like, just you don't understand the sibling part. No, for sure. And, and, <laughs> and when you guys tell the stories, I mean, it's not actually annoying. It's it's funny. I just do hear the same stories over and over again. And I, I think well, that there is something. you're not part of the joke. I think that's... <laughs> that. Yeah, that might be like... part of it. Um, it's true, though. I, I think that as I as I think about my past and knowing that there's no one to laugh with about some of these old stories, right. that they just don't imprint as well. well. So the other thing that imprints it is pictures. Mm. So one of the reasons I know my 16th birthday so well is my photo album. Okay. So I have a picture of where I had it, so I know for sure where it was. I know what was like leading up after it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So I have a photo album that helps my memory. Yeah, I don't have. I don't know if I would. Sixteenth birthday. <laughs> yeah, if if I didn't have pictures, and I didn't have a sibling to talk the story through, I don't know what I would remember. I guess that's the. Although my dad is always shocked at what I do remember. I have a pretty good memory. Like he'll be like, "You remember? That? You remember people's <laughs> phone numbers? Yeah, of people that you haven't talked to in like oh, twenty years. For years, my dad would call me." And ask me, what's what's my brother's phone number? Because <laughs> huh. he would forget. So what was, and I'll go into mine too, but what was, not just your 16th birthday, but like age 16, since that's such a big deal for everybody. What well, was 16 like for you? And I don't know if 16 seems like it's as big a deal as it was like when we were kids or in the 80s. I feel like there was a lot of movies mm. about turning 16, sweet 16, 16, 16 candles, candles, yeah, Molly Ringwald, yeah. So for me, I feel like when I was a kid, leading up to 16 meant something. It did mean I could officially date. That was a house rule. Mm. So I had that. Did you date before 16? Um, I went on a date, but I didn't have a boyfriend. Mm. I did talk my dad into a date because he moved us from a... Arizona to California and I was like I'm not going to see this boy again <laughs> and I didn't that's like the plot of so many movies like uh, the world's going to end and but we- you think that when you're a teenager <laughs> right right and it is important for us to remember what we thought as a sure. teenager and that we thought the world would end if this didn't happen <laughs> so when I was 15 and a half I begged my mom to figure out how to get me into driver's ed because I knew I wanted my driver's Oh, not related license. to dating. This is just oh. up, leading up to 16. Yeah, okay. you asked me about 16. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. So I was homeschooled at the time. And... Homeschooled. <laughs> you can't see it, but I'm putting homeschooled in air quotes. Well, we'll get there. Um, <laughs> okay, so my parents were moving across uh, the states a lot. Uh, in a matter of a couple of years, three, four years, we moved from... Montana to Arizona, Montana, Arizona, I think I'm missing one, Montana, Arizona, California. So if you caught up with that, and it was about every six months. Okay. So. Did you go to the same schools as you went? Oh, no. Like, were you no. grade school? Like what? So no. this grade, that grade? Like how So my that siblings work? were grade school. I was junior high and high school. Okay. And it was not the same school every so time. You'd, so you'd go to... So when we'd move, right. I would be at a different school. So even when you came back to the same state, right. you'd be a different school still? a different school. Whoa, I, I didn't know that. Um, Completely different. Not even in the same place. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So um, I had friend problems. I had a lot yeah, of problems. Yeah, I imagine. Um, 
so I decided starting my freshman year, I was just done. I was done. I wanted to be homeschooled. So I was homeschooled my freshman and sophomore year. Was that your desire? Like you told your mom, please Yeah, oh, I was done. Oh, that wasn't their plan. Right. It was mine. Hmm. And then I was homeschooled with my brother, Caleb, who's under me, great or age-wise. We were- Like two years younger than you, right? Yeah, but I just mean the next sibling. He decided to be homeschooled with me the year we moved to California, where it was a really tough year. We lived in Mexico for a couple months, so- it's a lot of bouncing around. He decided to be homeschooled. Okay. My mom listens to this, so I want her to know that I love her so <laughs> much and to not be mad at me. But she left the teacher's guide with us. Uh-huh. <laughs> so we, they would leave. Your parents. My parents would leave. Yeah. We were living in what I'm going to call, so you can understand, an ap- uh, or a motel, not an apartment. That would have a kitchen. We didn't have a kitchen. So we stayed. It was like in- a community kitchen on this compound, right? Right. Yeah. So we stayed in what you call like a motel. We had two rooms for six people. So all four of us kids for one year shared a room. I was 15 with my brothers. And then the six of us shared one bathroom. Well, and brothers the- and one sister. And and the whole thing with the bathroom, we shared a bathroom for six years, like one bathroom for all six of us. So... Um, <laughs> but homeschool, and then you met me, and you wonder why I'm like laid back about sharing bathroom stuff because I grew up with one bathroom for a <laughs> right, long <right>. time. <laughs> so anyway, so I was homeschooled with my brother, and my parents would leave. We would get out the teacher guide, write in all the answers, and turn on the TV. <laughs> now we well, didn't have cable. What kind of classes? Like what was uh, in a high school classes. level? I don't even know, honey. I didn't do the work. <laughs> I have no clue even what the books were. I didn't look at them. I didn't study them. Wow. At some point, we got so lazy, I don't even know if we filled in the answers anymore. I really don't know. But they leave and we turn the TV on. Homeschool. Now, we did not have cable. We had access to like four channels. Right, right. PBS at the time played reruns of old shows. We could get in like three I Love Lucy's and a Happy Days before they returned. <laughs> did you, did your mom know? No. You got... No. She did not know. Wow. Nope. So leading up to my 16th birthday. So, well, when I was 15 and a half, the only place that had a driver's ed was the high school, the local high school. So I went to mm. school then for one class, which is just driver's ed where I found out I was colorblind. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And also where I decided I missed interacting with kids my age. So that summer then, I decided I wanted to go back to school. So I turned 16 in June. Okay. I met this guy in July who didn't know I existed, and he was super cute, and he looked like Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I think we've had this conversation. <laughs> and he made it into my diary. I don't know if I've said that. No, uh, not like I was, I was even able to tell you, like, yes, for sure, I knew who you were, and I liked you. You're in my diaries. So At age 16. So that was kind that's of cute. But that's trippy for me that to think that our daughter is the is age I was when I age? met the person I would marry. So... Now I feel like I'm kind of on that lookout for who she's with or she, yeah. dating, and she does have a boyfriend. That is crazy. But 
like she could be with her spouse or know the person that will she marry someday. Yeah. Like she's that old. Wow. So that's been really hard for me to wrap my head around the last couple of days because I remember everything. So anyway, <laughs> I got my driver's license the day after my birthday, I think. I did not pass my test. <laughs> okay. So here's something funny. So they have four written tests. Okay. Like four different tests with the and questions you, rearranged. Right. And you can take the test four times and then you've like failed out for okay. so many months. But you have like once a week you can go back and take the test. Okay. <laughs> so I took three of those tests and I failed. So there was one left. So I went to high the high school uh-huh. and I asked people <laughs> for their tests because you got to keep them, which is so, dumb. So not only did your education involve watching what? reruns of I Love Lucy <laughs> and I couldn't and even happy pass days, the driver's your test. Your driver's test education also involved cheating. <laughs> so the person who had the test, I actually had sat with next to him in driver's ed, Jeremy Kelly. He happened to have the fourth test. Mm-hmm. I was like, come on, just give it to me. And I think ethically he struggled a little bit. Like one of those, like he starts handing it over and I'm like fighting it and he's kind of holding on <laughs> right, to it. And right. I'm like, come on. <laughs> so I memorized it uh-huh. and I passed. Interesting. I think shortly after they stopped that method. <laughs> I, don't oh, think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like they didn't have that method when Caleb, my brother, went to get his driver's license. Okay. Which I think he gloated because I think he passed the first time. I'm not a good test taker. But you're a good driver. Thank you. Unless you're angry. I've never been in an accident. I've gotten like one ticket at the beginning of driving. I'm a good driver. All right. (laughs) I'm not going to argue with you right now. (laughs) So I took my... Then I had to go take the driving test. Right. I failed. (laughs) (laughs) All right. You know why? Because he actually, I thought, okay, so the driver instructor I'm with is starts telling me the directions back to the DMV, and I had only been driving for like a couple minutes. So I was thinking, wow, that is the shortest test. That was so easy. And he pulls us in, and he's like, you failed. Oh, he was sending you back because you yeah, didn't, you'd already failed. But like, I thought it was like a short test. And I'm just staring at this guy like, how, What? And he said, you didn't look or listen when you went over the train tracks. That's an automatic fail. So he wanted you to perk your ears up as you went across to make sure you could hear the I know. I'm like, how can you, can you tell train? if I was looking and listening? <laughs> well, you can tell if you were looking. So he said, otherwise, I did great. So come back in a week. So the reason I am like super duper on top of getting my license is the year I got my license which I can't remember what year that is. I'm not going to do the math. But so my birthday was June 4th. As of July 1st, there was going to be a new law across like the U.S., which was that people who got their license when you when you got it, for six months after you got it, you couldn't drive anyone but family members. Right. They so didn't you, want you driving around other friends. You couldn't drive your friends. Yeah. That's, like, bull crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only reason why you wanted your license in the first place, right? 
right. I mean, to drive people around and to yeah, because I was one that could get my license and drive everybody around. So I had to beat that July first cut off. (laughs) So I didn't. I didn't want to be under some stupid rule. So even failing the I made it the written test, failing the driver's test, you still got in. Okay. Yes. (laughs) No one else in my family, I think, failed so many times. Um, so I got my license that year and I started, I went back to high school. What was your first car? My grandpa bought me, well, he bought my family, not me. I had to give it up when I left, but a white Ford Taurus. Taurus? Taurus. I think people pronounce it both ways. It's a dumb name. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, because you can say it both ways. I remember when we were dating, I'd say it and you'd correct me and (laughs) I don't know which way to say it. So. Ford Taurus. Ford Taurus. You know, that car could go up to 105. How do you know that, Kendra? (laughs) Because as soon as I got my license, I used to race the boys at school. Nobody ever raced me. They just basically called me stupid. For going 105 miles an hour on backcountry roads. On some back roads. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like being told that it can't do those things. So a little stubborn then. Yes. Yeah. And just really thankful I'm alive. (laughs) So anything else interesting about 16 for you? Well, I feel like I should finish the homeschool story. Oh, okay. So I started school and... Interestingly enough, when you go back into public school, it's not like they test you. So they just asked my mom for my records that she would have kept for being homeschooled. <laughs> she should have kept. <laughs> well, I think, you know, you grade it and uh-huh. all that. So we sat down one night and we kind of made it up. <laughs> <laughs> my gosh. Not only did we make up my grades, we kind of made up some classes because we we didn't know what they were going to ask or what they would have expected. And I didn't want to spend, I didn't want to like turn something in and then say, oh, you're behind and you're going to have to take all these classes. Right, right. So. I mean, because you were behind and you should have had to take all those classes. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't, I would not have survived. So we get to the school. And my mom hands them my report cards. Mm-hmm. And the principal was like, oh, and I remember making up with my mom. She'd be like, science, like, you you might have, like, gotten a C in that, right? You know, like, <laughs> we can't give you all A's. But these are all made up anyway. Right. So anyway, we hand it to the principal and he's checking, you know, he's checking off what classes I took and what classes I'll need. Uh-huh. And... He looks up at us, and I'm sitting there thinking, I'm going to have so many classes I got to take. And instead, he says, wow, she barely needs any classes. <laughs> She's almost done. And that was my junior year. Oh, my gosh. So I basically got to take a ton of electives, like a lot. <laughs> I think the hardest classes I needed was a history class. I think we made up that I took Spanish because we lived in Mexico. <laughs> Because I never took a Spanish class. So I think we made that one up. Oh, my gosh. Oh, but the crappy one I had to do was P.E. Because you can't make up P.E. when you're homeschooled. We did say I played volleyball for a year so we could knock one year off. Okay. But I did have to take P.E. with freshmen. 
my junior year. That sucked. That's incredible. And that was back when people didn't believe me that I had asthma, so when I wouldn't run. So I think I ended the year with like a D in PE because I wouldn't run the mile because it hurt my lungs. Yeah. But nobody believed me that I had asthma. So I so think I, got I a thought D. I thought that when I was a junior, so sixteen, that my kind of cheating on some tests and and, <laughs> and breaking into the school network to to change my grades, I thought that I was doing something epic. But that doesn't even compare at all to what you and no, your mom for, did. <laughs> for a really long time, we were just like, we have to keep this a secret. <laughs> we cannot tell anybody. I mean, I took art and keyboarding. And then my senior year, because I had so many in my classes, I got to graduate early. <laughs> oh I didn't even have to go the second half. So I got oh, out really man. easily. And then also... There was like an exit test you had to take to graduate. Right. But the year I graduated, they decided that they shouldn't have the kids take it because they needed to, I don't know. Like boost their numbers redo, or whatever. No, like they needed to reevaluate it or something. Oh, okay. So okay. it was like under reevaluation. So the class of 2000 didn't have to take the exit test. There is no way I would have passed it. Wow. No way. I didn't take algebra or science or all those English. I don't know. There's a, there's a few on the list. <laughs> hmm. I survived. I mean, I'm here. Right. I'm right. not going to say that we don't need schooling because we do. I'm not the best speller. <laughs> I don't know if that has to do with my schooling or not. Hmm. <laughs> For everyone who's listening, I'll have you know. We, t- we do take our kids' education very seriously. Like, our kids are actually doing very well in school. You mentioned, you know, Hayden being a, a stellar student. They and, are all three good. Yeah, it's, it's actually true. Like, they are not cheating. <laughs> but our youngest does ask how she can get my education. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, man. And I didn't dare go to college. I did go to beauty school for one day, or cosmetology school. You ever think about going back to college? Or going to college, I guess? No. Really? No interest at all? No. Huh. I would have to take high school classes, probably. I know there's stuff. When I look at the girls' stuff, I know there's stuff I'm missing. Hmm. I barely remember my times tables. Well, you know, most adults don't remember most of that, though. No. So. And I didn't have to read any of those weird books that you guys all had to read, because my mom said I did. You mean regular books? No, like, I don't... Just, just <laughs> high school curriculum books? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, where they make you read, like, uh, How to Kill a Mockingbird <laughs> No, no. It's not How to Kill a Mockingbird. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's To Kill a Mockingbird. That's a completely different story. Holy smokes. I have no idea. Is he not hunting the bird? Oh, I don't know. I didn't man. read it. You honestly don't know that story? No. He's not hunting the bird. No. He's trying to kill it. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. I just said I didn't take that class. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So when Hayden reads those books, I'm like, okay. Huh. <laughs> that's that's really fascinating. What's it called? How to... No, no, no. 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 <laughs> <laughs> no, not, no, not no. a how-to book. No, it is not a how-to. It is To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay. I don't I, know if I remember that. I, I think we're going to have a conversation <laughs> later about what that book's about. Oh, it's actually a very important book. 
maybe I should read it. Yeah, I think you'd like it, actually. <laughs> I'm 37 and I don't know these things. I don't know. All right. Well. So, enough about me. Yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about... Let's go to you, 16. Let's, let's talk about me at 16. Um, so, I did attend school. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, had, I had a traditional education. So, when I was 16, my junior year was actually split between uh, high school in Olympia, Washington, uh, or I guess Lacey, Washington, and high school in Korea. Uh, my uh, So we both were movers. And... Yeah, me not so much. <laughs> you you moved quite a bit more. Um, but well, my I guess that year, was a move. That's yeah. a big move. No, very. I mean, you're very big. Um, 16, you know, you mentioned how with Hayden getting to the age where you were when you met who you'd eventually marry, how that's kind of a big thing. Yeah. So, I mean, that that's a cool story. My story is a little less cool, I suppose. <laughs> Um, what were you doing at 16, honey? Well, before I go into like the things I was into, 16 was kind of hard. Um, it's the year that my parents actually split. Uh, they did, they didn't finalize their divorce that, that, you know, when I was 16, that wasn't until later. Um, but me going into, going to Korea was going with my mom while my dad stayed in Washington. Mm. And I was actually talking to Hayden on the way back to the boat tonight after her, uh, little birthday dinner. And was talking about how up until this point, I can relate to most of her experiences, you know, just growing up. And um, I can't relate to her having siblings and being able to retell those goofy stories over and over again like you guys do. (laughs) Um, But what's going to happen here soon is my memories of 16, 17, 18 are memories of my parents being apart and me living with my mom for a while and then living on my own and having a completely different trajectory than I think for most people. And so mm-hmm. as I think about how do I how do I coach my kid in life um, without being able to say, yeah, and I did this and kind of expect her to live that or have lived that same well, life. Well, it's not like I can coach them either. I didn't do all the schooling. You know what I mean? Like No, that's true. That's true. So we're Ed- coaching them differently than we would be coached. I yeah. Think that's... All parents. Different aspects of life, sure, yeah. So on the education track, for sure. That's probably a me conversation with her rather than, you know, with our kids rather than you. Um, But as far as the um, growing up with two parents, and I think that shapes a lot of how you view the world. Like Obviously, education shapes how you view the world as well. I mean, you thought the book was How to Kill a Mockingbird. um, (laughs) You're not going to let me forget that. I am not going to let that go. No, 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 no. You will read that book. Um. It's a how-to book. Yeah, <laughs> it is not. Um, so anyhow, it, it's kind of a, it's just an interesting point for me because there's a little bit of me that that is kind of scratching my head on how do I do this parenting thing now? I am completely walking in the dark. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's something that I haven't really experienced yet until, I guess, until this year. Um, but as far as what was life like for me going into my, into my 16th year, uh, so I was a little nerdy. <laughs> through high school i was into uh into some nerdy things here's here's the thing though i think that a lot of kids now are probably more familiar with like dungeons and dragons than people were when i was a kid and it's because it got popularized with stranger things right whereas i think when i was a kid it was at least where i grew up that's bad like you shouldn't play it yeah, yeah, not just socially, but because you came up in an upbringing where it's like right. it is like morally bad, it's evil or whatever. I wasn't allowed to watch Smurfs. <laughs> you had a very, or very Carabers. conservative upbringing. So, 
Yeah, Smurfs and so Care Bears. Dungeons and Dragons. Dungeons. Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons were really out. Yeah. If Smurfs were out. <laughs> right. Right. Um, no, so I was into Dungeons and Dragons. I was into Magic the Gathering, which was a card game. Did you ever, when you were in high school, were there kids sitting around tables playing cards? Nope. No. Okay. So you can't relate to this. You have no concept nope. of this whatsoever. Okay. I'm pretty sure if we met when you were 16, (laughs) we wouldn't be sitting here. (laughs) Uh, Like, I remember my brothers had, like, maybe Pokemon or something. Yeah, also nerdy, but different nerdy. Yeah, I think they went through a Pokemon phase. Yeah, so I've never, I was never into Pokemon. But my brothers didn't do... Magic, the gathering, yeah. I don't think so. They can correct me if I'm wrong. So... Neat, like geeky, nerdy stuff like that. I just walked away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we would not have hung out then in high school. Um, no. So I I spent most of my lunches and most of my breaks just breaking out a deck of cards and playing with my friends. Um, Holy moly! Most of my lunches I was speeding away in my car. Yeah, not me. I I didn't get my license until I was nineteen. Actually, I got a job at sixteen. I got my car at sixteen. I got like. I paid for someone who didn't get an education. You sure were further ahead in life than I was. <laughs> I was. I uh, I didn't stay on campus for lunch. I I was one of the kids that could drive myself away and yeah. buy lunch wherever I wanted. There's a lesson to be learned here. But I'm not quite sure what it is. Anyhow, what so, street smarts versus yeah. not? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Oh. Um. So into uh into some geeky stuff I, I mean i was into video games too i think a lot of, i mean people who are 16 are still into video games like nothing's really changed there it's just different platforms or whatever i was You're on the super 41 nintendo one and i lost you in costco to a video game yeah Mm-hmm. so tell me about these 16 year olds so it's not out of your system no. tonight you were playing a video game i was not actually i was or watching watching them play. i was watching these yes kids play but i could tell you're like into it i'm like not yeah that's okay we can be into different things you oh know. i know i'm just letting you know that what you're about to say is boring <laughs> <laughs> thank you i appreciate that um so the the biggest uh i guess the biggest video game that i was into at age 16 um, was the third Final Fantasy game on the Super Nintendo. Oh, I heard that. I bought my boyfriend that game. See, that would have made you the coolest girlfriend Or one of the ever. games. I don't know. He said Final Fantasy. I know that name. Mm-hmm. And he didn't have a job, and I did, so I ended up buying those games for him. You know, when I hear you describe him that way, I feel like, oh, man, what a loser. But then I was... A kid without a job who was playing that game. His mom had just passed away, so I was... Okay, so there's yeah. that. All right. Yeah. Not a loser then. No. no. His mom had just passed away. All right. And now I feel like bad. <laughs> Christmas, and so I bought him, like, all the games he wanted. And oh. I, I, he probably would have wanted me to play, but it looked dumb. <laughs> <laughs> and I can still hear the music. I remember when you played me the music for the first time, like, that just brings me back to that game that, yeah, a boyfriend played. Oh, and I don't like the music. It... Oh, but the music is so, so I, wonderful. I know. You're going to say that. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess the other big thing about 16 for me was I did go to Korea. You know, so around this time, actually, in the year, um, heading mm. to Korea. It was winter. Cold. Yeah. Um, and I remember, and I feel bad, and mom, I know you're listening. I give my mom so much grief in Korea 
because I desperately just wanted to come back to Washington. See, that's the thing. Now, looking back, I think both of us could say, I gave my parents a lot of grief moving to California. Mm. Like a lot. When you moved away from here. I think I went a month, like, not even talking to my dad. I was so mad at him. Huh. Yeah. So it's interesting. Yeah, maybe I it's mean, it's just a 16-year-old thing. Because sometimes our kids do get mad at us. Yeah. <laughs> and we're thinking, what is wrong with you? You have everything you want and the roof boat over your head. Right, right, right. Different kind of roof, yeah. <laughs> Still um, rough. Yeah. I do, I guess, I don't know, maybe this is part of growing up. So I, so every now and then I think about it, and obviously we're thinking about it now, and I do feel bad. Like, I was a jerk oh, to my mom. I've called my mom so many times. Just with apologizing? our kids growing up. Yeah. And every time they do something, I call my mom and I tell her I'm sorry. So maybe one of these days our, our kids and will I know do the same. And I know it's not even over. I used to take my car and disappear at night and my mom would drive around town looking for me because we didn't have cell phones. Mm. So. Well, we can track our kids' phones. I'm not too worried right. about no, that. Right. No, like, I feel like <laughs> we are ahead of the game for that kind of stuff. I mean, people have been telling me about stuff you can put in the cars and track your kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And... You know, put them like this is the zone they can be in, and if it goes outside the zone, it alerts you. Yeah, there's so much yeah. around technology. Super excited about that. <laughs> and kids that wasn't there when we were kids. Yeah. What's interesting is years from now, our oldest daughter and our younger ones too, but as far as like since our oldest just turned 16, her memories of her sweet 16 will involve a story about her family living on a boat. <laughs> And we were actually, I think either something on Facebook or something came up about Facebook. three years ago. Yeah. About Hayden's 13th birthday, which is another big year for kids. Well, it's teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And we were living in a camper for that year. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, for better or for worse, she's going to probably have the coolest stories just because she got to live through both of that. Our other, other daughters didn't have birthdays in the camper. And just for clarification, I love my stories. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. It makes us who we are. The right. fact that I have like maybe an eighth grade education, I think is awesome. <laughs> that is not awesome. <laughs> I think so. I have some very, very good street smarts. You have some great memories of I Love Lucy and I Laverne mean, and Shirley. I really, and really <laughs> like <days. laughs> I Love Lucy. And I'm sad that my kids don't like it as much. Mm. I've tried to get them to watch it. <laughs> they don't really, they don't see it as funny. No. I haven't shown them Happy Days or Laverne and Shirley. Well, right now we're going through a Friends marathon yeah. on Netflix. And so we'll we'll get through all that and then maybe we'll see what we can dig up from the archives. That's true. That would be fun. Yeah. I've never seen those on Netflix. It might not be fun. I've not actually watched those shows. Like, I don't know anything about uh, Happy Days. I know that. Really? Happy Days? I mean, Laverne and Shirley, I'll give you that one. That's kind nope, of Never watched that. Never watched um, I Love Lucy. Like, I've seen, like, half of an episode, like a clip. I've never sat and watched them. Never. She's funny. All right. She reminds Lucille me. Ball. She reminds me so much, I think, of my grandma. That might be why I like watching her. Yeah. No, the and the, as far as Happy Days, the only thing I know about Happy Days, I know there's the Fonz. Hey, like I just know that. You do um, know Ron Howard, right? You, uh, yes, yes. And big producer of major movies. Yes, yes, okay. yes. But just checking. The actual, the only real association I have with that is that there's a Ooh. character named Joni. Oh. <laughs> and my mom, who is Korean, 
um, kind of a common thing for Koreans to do. And I don't know if other Asian cultures do this, um, but in an attempt to find a cool American name, uh, they pick something like, you know, right, Sarah when she became or, an American yeah, citizen. Right. So, you know, an Alice or a Sarah or whatever the case may be. And she Those liked, are the most American names you came up with? I, I know a lot of Alice's, actually. A lot of Korean Alice's. Oh, Korean Alice's. I thought you were, like, naming off just... Like, Americanized uh, names. No, just no, 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 no. Just for whatever reasons, Koreans I... <laughs> choose that name. Um, my mom chose Joni from Happy Days. But... But heard it wrong. But right? heard it wrong. Or at least because of the way the languages don't translate exactly... Um, she, when she wrote it down, she wrote it down in Korean as Choni with a C-H instead of a J. Mm-hmm. And so her American name, C-H-O-N-Y, is not actually an American name. And it would be fine, except there have been so, and I've seen it so many times where someone reads it, they look at it, and they look at her and they assume it's C H O N G. They assume it's Chong. Really? Because it's that's that sounds okay, more Asian. But can you tell the funny part when we moved to California, what the kids learned her name means? <laughs> I won't say it. I won't disrespect her. You can say it. So in Spanish, <laughs> Chonies or Choni is underwear. So which, when we moved to California and the kids That's were when our kids learned in that in school and they learned that. And then they told my mom that. Or we'd have to say to your mom, like, if she says her name and someone kind of gives her that look, uh-huh. that's because. <laughs> I think that may be the, the the most amount of laughing that I've ever encountered my mom doing, ever, ever saw my mom doing. When she, she laughed for so oh, long when, we told, when her... we told her that. Yeah. She thought it was hilarious. And that's, you know, that's a good sport. I think that if you were a kid, um, like imagine a middle schooler being in middle school. Like mom, if you if you somehow came to America when you were in middle school and you had adopted the name Choni and then you moved to California, for example, um, or Texas, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that would have ruined you. Like the the unkindness of middle schoolers would have destroyed you. Well, because <laughs> so in California, you know, it's almost like. It's like English and Spanish kind of like merge for the kids. You know, like Spanglish or whatever. Yeah. 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 So in high school. Koreans when... have a version. It's called Konglish, actually. That's Anyhow, a, go ahead. That's a really weird name. <laughs> anyway. So, I mean, for, we lived there, I don't know, I lived there six years, I guess, through high school and, uh, I don't know. I'm just thinking, I mean, we took on some of those words. You're going to be talking in English and then you'd be like, you know, tell your brother, like, pick up your chonies. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I said that in high school. So when I met you and you told me your mom's name, <laughs> I was kind of in shock. Yeah. Because that's one of the names. Um, Also, Mo, Mo, uh, the booger one. It's like Mocha. Moco? Moco? Mm-hmm. Oh, I work... Mocha, right. Right. The, yeah, female version of so when I when I was 16, a drive through coffee shop opened in the town, and it was a town of like 20,000 people, and they'd never, ever had any kind of coffee shop, except for, mm, you know, like the gas, the gas station, station style, right. has those like super sweet push-a-button coffees, and that it would say like cappuccino, but it's pure sugar. Right, right. And so I worked at that coffee shop, 
But then when I'd ask them, like, they'd say, like, what is that? And I'd say mocha, and they'd giggle because uh, it's so close to booger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'd ask me for a cappuccino, and I'd try to explain to them, like, no, no, that's no. That's not what you want. That's yeah. not what you want. And they'd say yes, and I'd, I'd make it, and they'd be like, that's disgusting. And they'd ask me for, like, 16 sugar packets. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so that's 16. I think that that's all I've got on that. So... We're probably going to talk about that we were home a little bit more than normal this week, you and I, just kind of being little homebodies. We didn't... Well, work. Right. So we worked from home a lot more this week, both of us. So we were home and not leaving, and we may have used the bathroom more this week. (laughs) (laughs) I was wondering when we were going to get that one in. Yeah. The the light for the tank is full. (laughs) Stupid light. Well, it's not a stupid light. It's a very important light. Um, I'm mad. <laughs> and today is Sunday, and uh, the pump-out boat isn't going to come until Tuesday. Like at so... 1. Not even in the morning. Like at 1. So for the next couple of days, we're going to have to make some arrangements. Um, I thought we'd get away with one week without not talking about poop. And then just before we start the podcast, yep, you the come up and you're like, um, by the way, the poop light's on. <laughs> no more going to the bathroom. Right. In other news. So that's boat life. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I have been thinking this week since we've been a little bit more homebound or boat bound, I guess. Uh, I I kind of miss our weekend trip last weekend. Mm-hmm. Like I've been thinking this whole. So it started raining this really? week finally. I've been thinking about it, but I wasn't sure you were thinking about it. Yes. Like all I can think about is just taking the boat out. Yes. Like, let's get out of here. Right. Let's take off. So the kids are still in school. Stupid Uh, school. Yeah. (laughs) Who needs school? Clearly. 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 (laughs) How to kill a mockingbird will not help you. Oh, my goodness. Um, Yeah, so. It's not like you remember the book and you're like, that is going to be something I'm going to remember and use. I do remember everything about that book. But do you use it? Yeah. Does it help you in life? Well, it doesn't help me kill mockingbirds. (laughs) What's a mockingbird? It, well, it doesn't matter. It's a beautiful bird with a songbird. No, not at all. Oh, uh, I don't know. I think I remember someone uh, saying about a lawyer. Well, yeah, there's a, judge, a character who's who's a lawyer, trial. Atticus, Atticus Finch. Now listen, the story is called. I'm already bored. <laughs> listen, okay. a mockingbird is a beautiful bird. I want to see one. And the story is From called. My boat. The story is called to kill a mockingbird because of sort of the tragedy about killing something beautiful. We should homeschool our kids. You know, we just talked about the effectiveness <laughs> of your homeschooling okay listen about the boat but if we homeschool the kids maybe we can take off yeah oh no that's true listen it's been raining a lot so the rainy season is may actually finally be upon us and as a result it is not as nice outside um yeah but the curtain was closed today i did close the curtain I think I closed the curtain because we need to replace the little covers For the on the dinghy. Yeah, the, where it covers the uh, like the instrument uh. panel and all that. So if we get the covers fixed, then when it's raining, I'm not so worried about it. I can put the covers back on now. There's just holes in them. I mean, I'm glad to know that you were also thinking of leaving and that it's not just me thinking about leaving. <laughs> but I've been thinking of leaving. Yeah. Well. Or just getting out of here and yeah. taking the boat out. In a week, my mom is coming into town. Less than a week. And I actually don't know what day she's coming. <laughs> You've got the itinerary. No, uh, we both do. And actually, you do because it didn't open in my email. 
Well, you looked at it. I anyhow Saturday. She's com- okay. So she's coming. It's coming Saturday. And there's two very important things that are going to happen. One, we find out where she's sleeping. One is we got to figure out where she's going to sleep. <laughs> we'll figure it out before you get here, I think. Um, and then two is sort of our tradition is every time she comes, since we've owned a boat, we've taken her out someplace. So probably to the island or Gig Harbor. Yeah. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Thanksgiving's in there too. So. Yeah, that's fine. We'll figure it out. <laughs> we'll wing it just like. Just, like, just like your homeschooling well, education. <laughs> I know. Our good friends invited us for Thanksgiving. They do every year. And I am the kind of person that doesn't like to answer until like two days before. Yeah. People who plan I know. That. But do you know why I wait? Why? Because what if we take the boat out? Or what if we... I like spontaneous trips. So I don't like being tied down to plans mm. too far out in advance. So even my own mom, who will be listening to this, who's like, when are you coming for Christmas? I don't give dates because I don't like being tied down to a schedule. <laughs> I well, like having my uh, spur of the moment. Fly by the seat it's, of your pants. And that's a pretty woman reference. Did you know that? No. I know I quote it all the time. So you quote it because I quote it. But it's from Pretty Woman. I've been quoting Pretty Woman. I'm pretty sure it's Pretty Woman. Pretty Woman. I'm like 99% (laughs) positive it's from Pretty Woman. Anyway, I like to fly by the seat of my pants. Okay. I don't like being tied down. It like gives me anxiety. Okay. To know I'm stuck to a schedule. So I have a hard... Thanksgiving's not that far away. It's far enough. Yeah. I think we're going to go to the vendors and have Thanksgiving with them. I just, I like having... My my no schedule. It's not very firstborn of me. No, not at all. No. I don't know where that comes from. <laughs> all right. Well, while we're trying to figure out exactly what we're going to do or plan or not plan or whatever it is that, that, that we seem to do every single year around this time. Well, it's not like you plan. Um, you don't plan. What have you planned? That's true. I don't. Well, I planned these things. I planned these episodes. No, we didn't plan this either. I know. I, Actually, I do. Like, we don't talk about it, but I do. Mentally, you were like, Sunday night. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because this is, this I is just something that I want to do. Well, I do, too. I just figured we have to squeeze it in when we can. Nope. Oh. No. This this weekend, it's because Hayden's birthday. I knew that Saturday was going to be tied up, just being busy. And I knew that today, we probably wouldn't be able to do it until this evening. And so I was just crossing my fingers, hoping you'd be able to stay awake after 10 o'clock. I'm very sleepy, and I'm not <laughs> sure how much I have um, confessed. <laughs> I'll tell you what. When you listen to it tomorrow, you'll know. I think that's Should all we've I got. apologize at the end of this one? No. no we're okay, fine, baby. I'm good? We're good. Okay. I'm very sleepy. All right. Let's go to bed. I love you. I love you. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for listening to our show. Uh, make sure to stop by dropanchorpodcast.com to see what we're doing, both uh, in pictures and uh, on Facebook and on Twitter. We've got all the links there. And uh, yeah, we'll catch you next week. <laughs>